That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome back. As if I'm in the morning. It's five in the morning. I don't know why I'm yawning. It's 8 p.m. It's not five in the morning at all, but welcome back to Probably Podcast. We have a very special guest, a very special bushy guest, James. Hey, guys. I said, James, we be my podcast. I said, I hear you, mama. I hear you, mama. So I have decided that we are going to make this a health and wellness absolute motherfucking smash and you know what a lot of people would have thought you should have done this before summer but fuck that fuck hot girl summer no, yeah exactly now it's let's freaking have a, time to get in shape for christmas for father christmas let's have a for father christmas do you guys know that he calls they call not just him that they call uk people call uh santa claus father christmas yeah it's Father, actually, how not? It's so much nicer than Santa it's Claus. Cute Santa Claus. Father Christmas. Father Christmas. I'm actually bringing out. I'm actually bringing out um, a, a program for to get in shape for Christmas, which is coming in a few weeks. Listen, so that's it's, gonna be good. We can just call this a healthy girl fall. Everyone live your best life, and this is just gonna be. There are so many questions, and James obviously is is engulfed and has his own business with health and wellness and all of the things of the sort. I am a newcomer to it all. So I always daily have questions for him, but I was like, you know what? Let me ask the masses what your questions are. You guys are getting this for free. Honestly, there's some good questions as well. And also just as a disclaimer, this isn't going to be boring at all. Like everyone thinks like when they hear about fitness and health, they're like, Oh God, here we go. Like, what am I, what can I eat? What can I eat? (laughs) But I promise you it's going to be like fun, lighthearted and simple and straight talking. No, I actually genuinely enjoy everything you talk about. The only thing that I literally wrote on here, womp, womp, womp. I literally wrote my notes, womp, 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 is um, I want to know nothing. Someone was like, can he explain macros? And I literally wrote, please, no. (laughs) No, actually, please do not do that. That's like getting on here and explaining fractions. So like if you have a fun, easy way to explain that, sure. But otherwise, like I was excited about these questions as well. I've literally just pulled questions from the masses. Mm -hmm. Um, Again, I just have to make this about myself for like two more seconds. What do you think about our live shows? Oh, they were, that's the first. I don't know why I said our live show. It literally was Your live show. Your live show. I was very much in the audience. They were incredible. I mean, obviously I've only been to the the very first one you did, your your, Nashville Nashville one. But you guys, like the audience here is just nuts. Like everyone was going wild for you. Packed house. Makes me so happy. It was good. And also I think lots of people have said this, but Shannon is a complete natural up on stage like it's not like you would you could tell you weren't nervous you were so comfortable up there i I mean no i mean like when you got going it was just so natural it looked like you've been doing it for years producer courtney was like i watched you it was during the nashville show and obviously i just got back from dc and new york and i can talk about that another time too in a solo pod but 
um, after the New York show, I just remember I got off stage immediately. I saw producer Courtney. We like embraced. I was like, Oh my God. I mean like literally like sister. And I was like, Oh my gosh, that was incredible. And she was like, Shannon, I watched you hit your flow. She was like, I watched you go from like, Oh my gosh, this is my first live show. Oh my gosh, I'm on stage. What do I do? Not even what do I do? She didn't say that. She was just like, I watched you go from like, I'm walking on stage to, Whoa, this is like where I'm meant to be. And I'm not sure I still incredibly feel that way. I still walk it on stage like, what the fuck? But then I swear to God, you guys, the second I see y'all and y'all start reacting and like laughing and giggling and talking to me on stage, I just, I, I immediately am like, oh my God, the audience is filled with my people. And whenever I even said I was nervous about the podcast, all of you guys messaged me like, we're literally coming for you. So like, yeah, why would you be exactly, nervous? Exactly. So it's been really nice and really great. And the New York and DC shows are really great. And actually the, um, I switched the meet and greets to be before the show. And that has been so so helpful because like I meet you guys and I just like chat with y'all and I'm like honestly these people are like like please like <laughs> don't hug me because I'm they're probably not thinking don't hug me but like I'm literally like oh my gosh I'm so glad you guys are here thank you so much for making me feel calm and it really does it just calms me and makes me like feel really happy so anyways that's a little live show update that's awesome and so went, awesome I've already asked him his thoughts like 18,000 times I'm like what do you think what do you think so I already knew the answer to that but I figured we'd share it. Okay, so let's dive in. Um, less about me, more about health and fitness. But I've been on my health and fitness journey. You have. You. you have. You've learned a lot. She went. You went to the gym with Taylor by yourself. Oh, my God. Just those two. And she was going, you, well, I, yeah, you tell the story. You were, you were showing it. People thought you were a PT. I don't think anyone. Well, maybe not that far. <laughs> maybe not that far. I, I love that you did that just now, but I don't think anyone thought that. I retract that statement. They were probably like, literally like, what are these two girls doing? But it was funny because I've been going to the gym with you and then Taylor has been being personal trained, but there were a couple of things like that I would be like, oh, hold your back straight a little bit mm. on this one. And I'm like, look but at when me. I see, like, and I know I've spoken about this a lot, but when I see other people in the gym who maybe aren't that familiar or they're new and, and let's say it's two girls or two guys or guy and a girl, whatever, and they're helping each other out and they're like giving each other tips. Like even, you know, the gym we go to, there are lots of young Younger kids in kids. there and stuff. I, I, although sometimes when it's packed, they're a bit annoying because they're like posing in the mirror every two seconds. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, you're like 19, chill out. But they can pose no, in the mirror no, but, no, but exactly. But in my head, I'm also thinking, but you know, like good for you you and your mates are in the gym lifting weights like talking about you know technique i'm like that's so good it's so true because there's a lot of people who this actually wasn't a question but i'm just gonna throw it out there because it's not written down and i hear a lot of people be like I feel like I was in the gym. I feel like everyone's looking at me. And I told Taylor, Taylor was like, dude, how do you even know what to clip onto this? Like, um, what's it called? The, mm, uh, the cables, the cables. And I was like, I don't know. I just watched James. I'm probably still doing this wrong, but I had to get out of the mindset that everyone was looking at me being like, oh, like, this is what I thought in my, again, my brain is a prison. And in my brain, I was like, everyone is looking at me being like, oh, oh, oh she doesn't know what to do with these cables. But yeah. like, nobody's thinking that no one, literally no nobody's one thinking that everyone's like, oh, she's using the cables now. Okay. I'll use them in a second. Like that's probably the only thing they thought about that machine. Yeah. And naturally in the gym, people are resting in between sets and that's either people are on their phone. They're, they're having a little look around. I like to have a, a little look around and a glance, but I'm never, I mean, obviously everyone has an internal judge in their head, but no one's going, what is she doing? Oh, what is he doing? He shouldn't be here. Like people no, are just cracking on with it. I think genuinely, if you're in the gym for the most part, yes, of course, there's going to be a bad seed out of everyone. I'm sure someone's like, no, no, no. I had a horrible experience. There mm. are bad seeds everywhere, but for the most part, especially speaking from a your standpoint you were genuinely always like look at them like we said there's like a lot of like I feel like we kept accidentally going to the gym at the time that like high school or college had just let out I don't know what it was but like there was always like a lot of younger people mm. there and James is always like 
look at that kid. He can't be more than 14. Good for him. Good for him. Like it's honestly mm. really, I don't think anyone is as hard on you as yourselves. And I went to the gym the other day with Taylor by ourselves. We kept saying multiple times, like, who are we in the gym together? Look at us. One, it's so much more fun to, no shade, I love you, but like it's so much more fun to go with one of your girlfriends and just like, of course, like crack on, like oh my god, crack on, like I'm a fucking British bitch. Um, uh, crack on, let's just go with me and Taylor, cracking on, like what the fuck. Um, but you know, just like go have fun, boof around, and just like genuinely like get your shit done and help each other. And that was just like a fun thing for me. And I don't think anyone was looking at us like, what? Look at these dumb bitches. They're yeah, probably like, oh, yeah. look at two friends at the gym. Hundred percent. And having having a partner is always nice. It's, it's that accountability in it, isn't it? And it makes you feel a bit more more confident. But everyone was once a beginner in the gym. So yeah, let's get on with the questions. Okay. Immediately, there were a lot of questions about like your thoughts on American versus UK, and I think we've delved into that a lot. And I think it's pretty obvious that mm. like. Oh, duh. In America, we allow a lot more shit, a lot more processed food. And I feel like you'll answer that within a lot of these questions. So I'm going to skip the just really generalized question of the difference between the UK and America. And it'll probably be answered more so in these questions. But this was, um, what are your thoughts on? And I love this question because I have thoughts on this too, just from being friends with Taylor's crunchy ass. Mm. What are your thoughts on things being listed in grocery stores as quote unquote organic? And is it a hoax? Mm. When it comes to organic, I think it's not quite so black and white because you have a lot of things that genuinely are organic and and that means that they've been grown in a way that's natural and, and close to earth. However, however, the thing with food marketing is there are so many products out there that are completely misleading and false advertising and big companies get away with it because it's all about money. So for example, you can if you have like, let's say wild fish and organic fish, you want to go for the wild fish because the wild fish means it was literally in the sea, in the wild. Organic could still mean it's being fed organic food. Yeah, so right? I've learned this about fish. And listen, here's the thing too. Eating extra, extra healthy is just simply going to be more expensive. So don't beat yourself up if you're like, oh mm. my God, I went to the grocery store. So the, the words that we try to stay away from with fish in regards to like us buying a cut of salmon is farmed. But this is what it'll say. It'll say organic farmed. Yeah. But that still means like James said that it was fed a shit ton of stuff to pump it up, make it bigger, whatever. Yeah. So you want to so, go for the wild caught. Yeah. And, and there are with, I mean, with things with like wild fish, that is going to be more expensive. There are definitely, and, and I'm actually going to do a lot more of this on my socials, going into supermarkets, picking out items and showing you, right, this is better than this. This, this is the reason why. And then, then this is a cheaper option and it's actually the same as this. So right. it's it's a minefield out there and, and it makes it, and it is difficult, especially here because you guys have so many more options for every single type of food. Right. You, you've got like six or seven to look at to pick from. So, yeah. so look, short answer is organic doesn't always mean Good. it's better. Yeah. And I, and I think I've learned that too. I've like, I used to be because of me, what do we know about me? I am the consumer. If it, it is why people go to school for marketing because I will fall for anyone's shit. Mm -hmm. And now when I read something that's like organic, I'm like, well, let me look at this because like organic doesn't mean that it's not packed full of sugar, that it's not packed full. Like granola, granola is a very hard thing to find that mm -hmm. isn't actually packed full of sugar. And I've just gotten over it and I'm like, whatever, fuck it. My, my fucking yeah, granola is going to have some fine. sugar yeah, in it. Yeah. Fuck it. Like I, I think we just need to one, not beat ourselves up about too much stuff, but do be kind of more aware that everything that just packaged with the word organic on it, it's like, what fucking isn't these days labeled as organic? Yeah. And for example, if you have eggs, like I noticed you bought some organic free range eggs home and I, and I bought some free range eggs. 
the organic ones were like a dollar fifty more, but they're not going to be that much better than free range, you know, Me. eggs. So I am the consumer. the consumer. So that's a prime example of actually when yeah. you can just save a dollar fifty and just buy free range eggs. Okay, so got it. So I grabbed the one that said organic free exactly. range, and you got free range. But the, because the in your thing. head, it's ingrained organic is better. Yeah. It's a marketing it's, it's, scheme. It's clever. Yeah, I mean, I guess you guys just have to delve into it, but I did want to say, like, side note, and I don't know if you agree with this or not, but, like, we can't, like, we're in a really happy and lucky position to be able to afford... I don't know, though. Actually, we stop fucking shopping at Whole Foods for everything. We buy our meat and, yeah, like, some things, but it's too much sometimes. It's, it's so expensive. Well, and especially, and again, it's, for me, like, spending pounds here, it, it, your food is so much more expensive than in the UK. It's obviously relative to, like, salary and inflation and stuff, but buying a, buying a steak at Whole Foods for, for $23 yeah. is, is nuts. I mean, it tastes freaking delicious, but there are ways that you can buy good steak. Like when I right. went to the farmer's market, right. I bought steaks for $13 free, yeah. you know, grass fed steaks. I think just try to be conscious and try to be aware of it, but like don't beat yourself up about it because your whole mm. kitchen is not going to have fucking, unless we literally grew this shit ourselves, like we're not going to have 100% perfect yeah. lives try yeah. to eat healthy you know it's healthy you know it's not healthy try not to fall for marketing schemes but don't beat yourself up over every single exactly thing. because every single one of us eats processed food sometimes you know fast food and doesn't always pick the healthiest choice if you did it's incredibly exhausting and incredibly tiring if you're living that way all the time and people do do it but as long as you know the majority of the time you're just trying to make healthy conscious decisions then you'll be in a very very good place yeah Listen, at one time or another, we have all needed a little financial help and take it from the gal who was basically doing literally anything to get money when she needed it. I get it. Listen, I've been there where the paycheck is almost in, but in the meantime, you need another option. I, out of everyone, know how intimidating finances can be. Listen, it's a finance podcast, but Dave makes it easier with interest-free extra cash advance, a fee-free goal tracking, and easy ways to find a side hustle to make more money. And listen, I was the queen of side hustles. Remember when I learned on YouTube how to install hair extensions and I was doing them in my living room? Yeah, pretty sure that was illegal, but whatever. I wish I had Dave back then. Dave is the banking app that is leveling the financial playing field. And when you download Dave, you could get up to $500 in five minutes or less. No credit check, no late fees. It's all a part of Dave's extra cash account. Advance money that you need with no interest and then settle up later. So whether you need to get groceries, fill up your tank, or just catch up on bills without having to wait for your next paycheck, listen, Fridays come slow. Dave is your answer, baby. You even build up your credit when you settle up on time, okay? And it was really hard for me to build credit before I bought my house, so trust me when I say good credit matters. So download Dave today at dave.com slash probably. That's dave.com slash probably. You can get up to $500 in five minutes or less. No credit check, no late fees. Just download the Dave app now or go to dave.com slash probably. For terms and conditions, go to dave.com slash legal. Eligibility criteria and instant transfer fees applies. Banking services provided by Evolve. Member FDIC. I had so many questions about this. Um, I way more. So there must be some sort of like phenomena going on right now, or I don't even know why I said the word phenomena. I think I just wanted to say that word. Um, I think there might just be like a lot of discussion around intermittent fasting. And then specifically it was like questions about intermittent fasting in regards to women. Mm -hmm. Like just like some people were being like, I don't know if we should intermittent fasting in regards to women's health. So mm -hmm. like, what are okay. your thoughts? So intermittent fasting has been around for ages i joke that it's basically just skipping breakfast but the re and it is becoming a bit of a trend at the moment lots of my clients are talking about it and lots of them do it and it's 
great for certain reasons. So I'm going to explain why very quickly. So imagine all intermittent fasting is all fasting is just a long period of time that you're not eating. So for example, the reason why it works for a lot of people from a weight loss perspective is because you are now suddenly cutting out an entire meal in the morning, aka breakfast. So let's say you start your fast at sorry, you end your fast at 1 p.m. That's your first meal. And then your last meal is at 7 p.m. So you have suddenly reduced your eating window to just six hours. So you've got to eat within six hours. If that window was open to like, you know, a usual day and you had 12 hours to eat food, you've got another whole six hours to eat a whole load more calories. That is why from a weight loss perspective, any diet works from a weight loss perspective because it ultimately reduces your calorie intake, Right. right? So that's it from a weight loss perspective. Now, the issue is these days is you've got all of these intermittent fasting so-called experts. Most of them just have books that they want to sell and publish. And you've got to be mindful of that when you hear these like very extremist views on things. It's often right. because they have a an ulterior motive. But the thing that everyone is talking about at the moment is this thing called autophagy, which is basically when your cells reuse your body reuses old and damaged cells so like repairs themselves by like repair repairs itself by themselves without any food because oh. obviously when we have food like you know your, your your muscles and all of your organs and everything are using energy from the food to repair themselves so it's this whole thing of like oh if i'm fasting my body's actually healing itself now there's been evidence to oh, show because that it's re okay. yeah because it's like regenerating That's interesting. without without the need of you know is that food. true and so this is the thing is you can you can achieve the very that very same thing just by doing a very boring simple calorie deficit and just reducing your calories so you don't need to fast to achieve that when i first met you you talked about a calorie deficit a lot and i actually didn't know what it is can you explain just so yeah so sorry what a, calorie um, deficit a, a, is? a calorie deficit is when you are burning more calories than you are consuming right or consuming less calories than you're burning that is that is the only way you can lose body fat got to it. create that energy deficit so right so that's where all these and again you've just got to be mindful of these people who are throwing these like words around and talking about autophagy and this and that and cell regenerating like you don't have to do intermittent fasting to achieve that for a lot of people and again this is what i always say to my clients is that if it works for you do it i know a lot of my clients who have lost a significant amount of weight and still manage to eat a healthy diet by not eating until 1 p.m. But I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, I think it's a personal preference. I yeah. think I think if you fucking love breakfast, if you wake up every morning and you're like, I fucking love bacon and eggs, I fucking love granola, I love yogurt, I'm having all my these, coffee, and I all love that. all that stuff. Right? If you love that, then don't cut that out. Exactly. Because you can do other things and you can be healthy in other realms. You can just eat a little bit less for each meal and you can achieve the same thing. But some people genuinely, I know actually a ton of people, I accidentally do it sometimes. Yeah, me too. Me too. I, I intermittent for- fast by accident sometimes now sometimes i wake up at 8 a.m and i want a motherfucking stack of pancakes and i let myself have it but like i truly believe that um if it works for you do it if it if it's something that you're actively having to force yourself to do that's not enjoyable then don't do it you yeah. don't have to yeah it like if, you, if, if it gets to like 11 a.m and you are starving ravenous fucking in a bad eat. mood like shouting at people and just being a miserable bitch then then eat food I feel like he was talking about me for a second. I'm like, that seems personal. Um, um, just quickly, another thing as well is is from a performance perspective and muscle building perspective, if one of my clients was 
their goal was to build muscle and they wanted to get stronger, then I would encourage them to probably eat breakfast because you're getting a, a good protein early on in the day, your muscles can use it and your performance is gonna be better. If that's not your main aim, then intermittent fasting what do you think about trying. people who are who are working out early and also intermittent fasting? Would you actually suggest they eat before working out? So again, you're you're never gonna perform as well and as optimally when you're like unfed compared to fed. fed. Like if you're fed, you're just, you are, you're, you're just gonna lift more. You're gonna you know recover. Like that's just that, and that's been scientifically proven. So if you're not that bothered about that, and you can accept that maybe you're not gonna perform as well train and then don't eat i mean then you go into the whole like thing of the metabolic window after your training getting protein in you know after your training and stuff but by and large like you said it's about just finding what's right for you everything out there all these people screaming do intermittent fasting do vegan diet no only eat meat all these extremes are because they have an agenda usually it's just finding a little bit of everything or yeah. just what is going to be most sustainable and i think also listening to your body is so important i know that sounds like really especially for women no especially for women but for women like I, like i said if you wake up and you're like i just am not hungry when i wake up i just do not like to eat i have a cup of coffee and then i go about my day mm. then do that but if you're someone that's like oh my god i wake up and i'm so hungry but i'm trying not to eat because i'm trying to intermittent fast you're not listening to your body at that point and that automatically i'm like i wouldn't suggest it and i am not in any way shape before I'm qualified to answer these questions, but I truly do believe as a woman, I'm qualified to say, mm. listen to your body. Yeah. I think if you're I think fucking hungry, eat. If another reason why it can work is if you, let's say, if you cut off your eating window at 7 p.m., usually most people tend to eat like bad food during the evening right yeah. when, when you're watching tv you've had your dinner you're a bit bored maybe you've got a bit of a sweet tooth oh i need a little craving before bed that's normally when people eat the sugar and the cookies and stuff mm. right and a little sweet tooth over here as well i love sugar um <laughs> 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 i sounded like walker i love sugar, I love sugar. Um, it's addicting <laughs> so again it's another thing of like if you do cut off your window and you're not going to eat then that's why people they end up not eating that kind of food it's just you know it's yeah. you got to think about those kinds of things i literally love this app i love this app i love this app because listen i told you guys over and over i'm trying to save money and i'm trying to be better about things that i'm buying but at the end of the day i'm a human and i just gotta buy things okay the cold hard facts is that i'm just simply always gonna get food things from my new house and just straight up everyday items like deodorant toothpaste okay i need these i don't want to smell i gotta get them also, maybe a little treat for myself here every once in a while. Okay, sue me. But the trick that I've been using lately is Ibotta because you get cash back on all these things that you were already going to buy anyways. It's like free money. And with inflation right now, I think we can all agree that something as simple as uploading your receipt when you get back home from shopping is an easy enough task when doing that means that you get money to spend and use towards something fun. The average Ibotta user gets up to $120 a year and just straight up cash back from shopping. Last year, I think I got around $130. $34. That's a flight somewhere or a fancy steak dinner that you're just not going to feel guilty about. Listen, get the extra dirty martini, babe. And it's just so easy. That's the thing about Ibotta. They give you real cash back, not all those point situations that these other apps do. Real money, the green stuff that we know and love with our founding fathers on it, baby. You can put it right in your bank account, PayPal, gift cards, whatever, but it's money, not points. 
Places I use I bought of the most is definitely Sephora, Lowe's now for all the house stuff that I'm getting, Best Buy for a lot of my business expenses, and so much more. And right now, Ibotta is offering my listeners $5 just by trying Ibotta by using the code PROBABLY when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play and download the free Ibotta app and use code PROBABLY. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use code PROBABLY. Someone said... I work out five to six days a week and eat healthy, but I still have cellulite and it will not go away. What do I do? So cellulite, it is in around about 80% of women have cellulite. Maybe I think it's 80 to 90% of women have cellulite, Mm -hmm. right? It is like a part of your body. It's It's in your skin. It's in your cells. You can... I've had clients, female clients, getting down to 13% body fat, which is low for women. Crazy. Like, like low, right? These, these were like, kind of like semi-athletes. And they still had cellulite on their body. Yes, the less body fat you have, the less visible it, it is going to be. Because, you know, if you have more body fat, that's where the cellulite is stored. So it's going to be more visible. But do not try and train and eat and exercise to get rid of cellulite because you're just going to be left miserable the whole time and looking at like the things that you don't like in your body whereas you should be looking in the mirror and going this is my body like I am unique I am proud of this I'm getting stronger I'm getting fitter I feel better I've got more energy my skin's looking good except that cellulite is part of you and I promise you you'll feel so much better about it because a no one cares and no one's looking at going oh she's got cellulite but b the fittest women in the world have cellulite also from a male's perspective I don't think I've ever thought based on the way you speak about it, based on the way that I look at my body and I've talked about things in my body. You do not care. Men do not no, care. I, I, I actually, and I'm not just saying this because there's a lot of women listening to this podcast. I actually think like things like cellulite and, and, and natural curves on people and stuff is incredibly like, it's beautiful. It's part yeah. of you. It's, 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 it's human. Sexy. It's I, human. I know there's a lot of body positivity like movements right now. And I fucking love that. But I also feel like sometimes we can get a, like, we can look at someone and be like, do you really mean that? Like, is this guy that's like, I love cellulite. Does he really mean this? But I swear to you guys, anytime I like look at something and I'm like, oh, I wish I could just, James is like, you'll never get rid of that. And it's yeah. fucking okay, babe. Like, same, it's with, good. Like, same with hip dips, you know, all these things that are part of a female anatomy to en- enable you to, you know, give birth and things like that. Like, it's just, yeah. it's, it's a part of you. Same with the, you know, I know like some women complain about like having the little like belly pooch that is there because that is basically where your baby is ultimately going to be and, yeah and you and you need that in your body yeah you know this is like i don't know i i obviously i obviously fall victim to like comparing and like looking at like people i i follow gorgeous you know some of them are my friends it's not like i'm like oh like only follow people that you like look up to these are my friends and they just happen to be fucking stunning hot beautiful models and like i'll, I'll say this right though being in the fitness industry most of these people that you see on Instagram from a, who are fitness professionals, yeah. like fitness trainers who are women, I know so many of them on a personal level who have terrible eating disorders and terrible relationships with their body. And you'll and I look at their photos and go, God, her body is immaculate. But they are they they've got all these issues that are behind the photo. And it's another thing where it's like we need to try and stop looking up to these like perfect people on Instagram because a lot of the time, A, they, they have a lot of issues going on, but it be that, that it's now become like the new norm to, for a woman to like have a six pack and be centered. That's, that's not actually the, how the female body was designed. Yeah. And here's like, the thing. obviously if that's your goal, great, but 
Right. I think what I was going to say too is that I follow a lot of beautiful people that are actually my friends. So I'm not going to unfollow them because they're like, oh, like if they make me feel bad about myself. I'm following. Like they don't make me feel bad about myself. But sometimes I find myself at the, like the comparison moment where I'm like, oh my God, like if my stomach could be that taut, if it could be that mm. tight. Two things I remind myself. One, half the time that shit is genetics. Mm. Two, that is like their life and they love that. And that is what their main focus on. And it's not and like- And you're looking at like the top, like what we see on Instagram, like most of these people, it's like the top 1% in the world. I just genuinely remind myself that overall, I'm so happy. I feel healthy. I feel good. And like, I, I'm not, I am okay that like, I might have a little bit of a pooch. I've just gotten, I'm, I've been really trying to, like I said, I know body positivity is a huge, huge, huge movement right now, but damn it if I don't fucking understand why, because it feels so good to really just love yourself as you are when you know, when you know you're trying your hardest to be the best that you can yeah, be and, and, I think, and that's I think, all you can do. And I think if you're like trying to be healthy as well, I think, I think, you know, it's promoting like healthy bodies that, that, that you love yourself. Everyone compares themselves to everyone. It, it's in our nature to compare. That's, sure, that's how, that's how we measure ourselves in life. And, you know, back in the old times, that's how we ended up, you know, getting, you know, because, because you have to have like some sort of like it's human vibe, nature right? like it's, it's crazy nature. to be like so, don't compare like yourself babe yeah exactly you're like, like okay it's, it's like advice. telling someone depressed don't be sad you're like okay <laughs> but I, I i agree i think and, and i think if you if you go on a fitness journey just to reach a number on the scales you will find that journey a lot less enjoyable than if you go on that journey to yes reach a number on scales but you fall in love with the process of actually like learning about your body learning see how far you can push it and and how you can nourish it with food Absolutely. Um, okay. Next question. How do I not eat my entire fridge when I'm high? <laughs> Great question. I can't Great say. Great question. I, I was going to say, I can't say I relate. I can relate because when I was about 14, I got super stoned in a ski resort. And, 14? Yeah. And and I and it was the, one of the best feelings in the world. I got the giggles. I almost died of a heart attack. And then I had, and then, I, and then I basically ate the entire contents of this fridge. Like, you know, in, in, in the Alps, it's like cheese and like salamis and parma ham and all this stuff and i just remember and and i remember just being hungry and i'd eaten like literally a, a cow worth of cheese oh god so to that point i can't relate now but you just don't you just stop smoking weed and getting high you can't like if, if you've got the munchies what do you want me to i can't give advice around or uh maybe uh just like eat some fruit when you're high and you've got the munchies no man just get stuck in or just stop smoking weed <laughs> like eat the gummy worms live your life Okay, um, let's see. How do you stay focused those first few weeks of working out when you're maybe not seeing any results? How do you like not stay discouraged? Great question. That's, so there's an analogy and I actually might do a video on this on, on social media because it'll be easier when you've got a visual. But imagine I have like a wine glass in front of me now and I've got a little, um, I've got eye drops, okay? And I'm just one by one like squeezing the bottle and the, the, the droplets are going in, right? So that's, that's every day you stick to your diet and your training. It's another drop, it's another drop, it's another drop. You do that for four weeks. Imagine I do that, you know, and I squeeze the eye drop thing, the equivalent of 14, uh, 28 times. That glass isn't gonna be that full, right? With progress. If I keep doing it and I keep doing it, eventually that glass is gonna get full and full and full. Yes, you might have a bender on the weekend and a bit of that, you know, water goes out the glass and then you stack it up again. But that's what you've got to look at it like. Like th 
this stuff takes time it's and that's why i said earlier it's so much better if you fall in love with the process and, yeah. and actually fall in love with the journey because if you're just constantly fixated on oh the scales have gone up or oh they're not moving or oh i'm not seeing results you're, you're just going to get caught in this like really unhealthy rut and that's when people go to extremes and try and you know don't eat for like two days all this stuff so just keep going like consistency is everything here's the thing too um i'm going to speak from the perception and pers- sorry the perspective of someone who didn't ever go to the gym, someone who did not like working out. Um, I started working out with you and started using your program and I still, and this is so honest and I tell James this all the time, I did not love it. Like I was not like, oh my God, I'm obsessed. I will say one thing. I did not realize that you could go to the gym and work out and not be doing a hit workout. Like no shade if a hit workout is your favorite thing to do. But for me personally, and me personally, someone that loves a spray tan, like I was not loving sweating my fucking dick off every mm day for 45 minutes that's why i wouldn't go i'm like i'm out of breath i can't keep up i can't keep up with the class i feel down on myself because i don't know what the exercises are doing i feel stupid and now i'm sweating and i'm exhausted and i don't even feel like i got that good of a workout in all that being said the day i started doing your program and going to the gym the way you go to the gym and show your clients i still wasn't like oh my god i'm a gym girly like it did not happen for me like that like i just genuinely was like i'm just gonna keep doing this because you're saying one day I'll see results and I'll and like I, it. But I respect that more about you because it's not your bread and butter. It's not your passion. You know, you've never been a gym girl and you're not, and you're not trying to be a gym girl. But no, you, but, still, you still are giving it your best. But I'm telling you guys, I don't know when it hit me, but like it could have been two weeks. It could have been a month. I don't even fucking remember. But I remember one day being like, oh my God, it might've been when I first started seeing results. That might've been it. But I just remember being like, oh my God, this is why people do this. Oh, I actually want to go again. Oh, I actually felt really good about myself. Oh my God, I'm actually, you know what it was for me? I actually think I can can pinpoint it. Before I ever physically saw results, I remember one day being able to lift like 10 pounds heavier than I I was going to say, it was when you went up in weight from your last session and you were like, oh my God, like I'm lifting 30 pounds. I felt so cool. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, I feel strong. And to me, everyone's their own person. Like you might be like, oh my God, I looked way better in my jeans last week than I did this week than I did last week. Like everyone take your nuggets and take your wins for whatever they are. That's fine. But for me, I remember thinking like, Ooh, she is strong. Like this is exciting. I would not even be able to lift 30 pounds above my head before. And now I'm like, I'm doing eight reps. That was my moment. So whatever your moment is, do not discredit yourself. This is again, just speaking from my perspective. Do not discredit yourself for being like, I don't know. I don't get it. I'm going to the gym. It's four weeks now. And I still don't love it. I really don't, I'm still not a gym girl. And two things, that's why- Go because I know it's healthy for me. That's why like following a program, I'm a bit biased with strength training, but I do believe that everyone should be doing some, even if you're doing like yoga and Pilates and swimming and cycling or whatever on the side, like do one or two or three sessions a week. But if you can track your progress, which, which all my clients do, and you're like trying to aim for like 10 reps the next session, it's so much more enjoyable. The second thing is, is I- I think that you're not always, it's also, you're not always going to be lifting more and more and more and more every session because mm-hmm. it's, it's unrealistic. And there'll be some sessions where maybe you're actually feeling tired, you know, because you're on a certain part of your cycle and you've got no energy and you're not actually not lifting as much, but that's when it's about just showing up and still doing it. Noom. I love it. I love it. You heard me rave about it. So let's break it down. It all starts with food or more so eating and what our relationship looks like with that thing. Okay. And listen, it's very personal for everyone. For some people, it can be an emotional experience. It could be something that you turn to in a high in your life. It can be something that you run to during a low in your life. But here's the thing. 
everyone is different. Me personally, I go both. Like when I'm happy, I eat. When I'm sad, I eat. I, I just really do emotionally eat sometimes. So when it comes to managing your weight, it makes sense that Noom has taken a very personalized psychology-based approach. Noom is really up in the game in such a positive way in regards to weight management too, because you know how a lot of those weight programs out there focus on what you're eating? Well, Noom is using science to help you understand why you eat. And those are two very different things, okay? I feel like it's very important to understand the difference, which Noom is doing right now, which they're they're doing with this with their psychology-based approach, which I really appreciate because obviously it's way above my pay grade, all the stuff they're doing, but I just really, really see the difference it makes. And it helps you build better habits, right? Better behaviors that are easier to maintain. Easier because they just simply become part of your day-to-day life because that is what we should be focusing on. Not these short-term easy fixes, but truly building habits that will last a lifetime. Our whole day is just made up of tiny little habits. James is obviously in the health and fitness world, and he is always telling me, these are the habits that you build that produce the real results. Not when you're just trying to change the number on a scale, but changing your mentality overall. Noom is super personalized as well. You got coaches helping you every step of the way, and they're humans, they're not robots. And the best part is you get to decide how Noom fits into your life, okay? Not the other way around. And that's really great for everyone out there because I know a lot of people might think they're too busy for this, but I promise Noom makes it easy. They break down your eating choices to help you better understand why you might be having certain cravings. Also, the steps they give you are ones that you can apply and put into your practice and day-to-day life on day one, okay? So what are you waiting for? Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com and sign up for your trial today. I had so many messages asking, um, what is your thoughts on there is, again, I don't want to call it a craze, but there's been a lot of conversation about basing your workouts. But again, I think I need, I think I already know the answer to this, um, because you're like, be careful for people who have agendas, who are trying to sell you a book or trying to sell Mm -hmm. you whatever. But in general, maybe a lot of people are just discussing this because women, I shouldn't be so mean and be like presumptuous because I'm sure a lot of women are just trying to help other women out there. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of discussion about centering your workouts monthly, like every day of the month, centering it around your cycle, because obviously we know our cycle is not just the seven days we're on our period. Sure. So what are your thoughts on that? So that's, again, the thing with the female body is it's so complicated and everyone is so different. So tell me about it, brother. So, so even as a male, like trying to step into this world and understand it, like I've had, I've basically had flack from other females saying, why are you trying to talk about men's cycle? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, listen, I'm trying to learn. Like I, I, this is important for me because I have female clients. That I think I need to it's talk so it. funny. Bless your fucking heart. What do you say in, in London? Or oh, cotton socks. Bless your cotton socks. If a man came on here and was like, I'm not talking about menstrual cycle because I don't, I don't know about it. I don't need to know about it. Everyone would rip him apart being like, you should learn about it. You should try to learn about it for your clients. But when he's out here trying to literally learn, so he's like, babe, tell me more about your period. I'm like, get out of here. Like, because you're trying to learn. I mean, as a woman, which I'm allowed to speak for because I'm a fucking woman. Um, I respect the fuck out of you learning more and delving more into women's menstrual cycles. Mm. And if you are my coach, which you are, um, I love that about you. I love that you yeah. are, he, this man is actively researching <clears throat> our periods and I love that about him. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, it's because it, it does play a huge role in, in, in ladies' lives, ladies' lives, ladies' lives, ladies' lives, ladies' lives. Um, so it's not quite that black and white. And admittedly, when I first started talking about the menstrual cycle, I, I also saw it as pretty black and white. And, you know, every woman falls under this category. Yes, there are definitely things that you can be doing during different periods, uh, pardon the pun, periods of your periods of your period, no, of your cycle. <clears throat> but um, but um, again, it's not quite like, right, 
you know, on your period days one to six, you're going to be feeling shit and tired. So you should do, you know, low intensity exercise, go for a walk, shouldn't really strength train. Um, but there's definitely like, there's definitely like ba- like barriers with it. And then you can apply those barriers within your own cycle and right. within how you feel because you're not going to, and some people's cycles, some days cycles change every month, right? Month yeah. to month, like everyone's Irregular. different. Some some women have very regular ones and it's very easy and they can train and they know when it is. Others, it's all over the place. So as a general rule of thumb, and I say this general, you have your period, which is generally where you don't really want to train too hard. You know, you've got low energy, um, your, your, your hormones are, are kind of, pretty low and that's 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 i the... personally experienced a lot of lower back pain during my period exactly. and that's like difficult for me to, i feel like i hurt my back like yeah. it's yeah. hard to train when i feel like my back is literally injured exactly then you move on to the follicular phase which is when you can start again gen this is just generally speaking you start increasing the intensity a bit maybe you can do some light sessions you know you're still doing like cardio and stuff then you've got the um ovulatory phase which is kind of for most women the phase where you can go hard. You can try hit PBs. You can strength Not train. Not ovulating, just being like, <laughs> give us everything. No, because because you do Damn. like like your 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 um. A lot pro- of women proge- are more horny when they're yeah, ovulating Your, your estrogen too. has increased. Your progesterone. Estrogen. Sorry, estrogen. Estrogen's increased. Your progesterone um yeah, levels are, all the words. Are, are, are increasing. Then so that's like that's like key time. Then again, generally speaking, you go into your luteal phase which some women can still have the energy and still train hard. Others, they start to kind of, because your hormones like start going like decreasing again, that's when you take the foot off the brake a little bit if you need to. So that's like a general I think overview. essentially you're saying, listen to your body. Yeah, Like exactly. listen to your body. If you, when I'm miserable on my period, if I don't feel like going hard in the paint, then I don't. And if I am ovulating and I'm like, I have extra energy, I might decide, you know what? I'm going to go to Barry's boot camp. I'm feeling exactly. crazy. And, and, t- like, and take advantage of, the, of the, the, the times in the month where you do have loads of energy and you're feeling on top of the world. Right. And, then, and then when you're not, then do do what's but there's no rule book there's no like all these people that are selling like i said his agenda that he's talking about not his agenda but those agendas he's talking about where people are like okay follow this guide week one do this week two do this like check out my book that i've also written on this for 9.99 it's just never gonna work for every person the same way so listen to your body i think that's the main goal yeah okay i'm gonna sprinkle some relationship questions in are you okay with this let's do it okay a little change of uh, a little scenery. change of pace. What are your thoughts on... This is also just like a male... It, it, someone said, I have a question for him as a male. Yeah. What are your thoughts on if he wanted to, he would? Like, you know how girls say that? Yeah. Like, if he wanted to, he would. Right. Um, right. It when, means when, like... When it comes to like dating or like yeah. texting back and... Like, just remember, like that, if yeah. he wanted to, he would in yeah. all aspects. Like, yeah. I, I say mm-hmm. you were the king of meeting someone who, if he wanted to, he would. Because like, mm-hmm. you literally were like like planning trips to other countries and figuring things out. And you're like, damn sis, if he wanted to, he would. Yeah. But what are your thoughts on that versus like women taking the initiative? Because I think that that, that phrase, if he wanted to, he would has taken this interesting turn where women are like, if he wanted to, he would. So do not text him sister. It's yeah. like, it's mm. like people have kind of gone extreme. So she said, what are your thoughts on if he wanted to, he would versus girls taking the initiative and texting first, etc. Like, I don't think, I'm very much a believer that that um, you you get a sense from a person pretty quickly in terms of if they're interested or not. So do what's like do what's true to you. Don't don't not text a guy because you're like, well, if he was into me, then he would text me first. No, if you like a guy, 
text him first, organize a date. Like if that's who you are and that's what you want, do it. If he then doesn't reciprocate and it, and you can tell the vibe is off and then maybe you've done that a few times and you're not getting anything back. Don't talk yourself into it. That's yeah. when you know, okay, I've given everything, he hasn't. So it's time to move on and find right. someone who's in. No, but you're, you're right. Like if genuinely, if he didn't want, I think that's where the phrase comes from. If he wanted to, he would. And so if you're texting someone, text him first, do whatever. But like, if you're having, and I would do this all the time, so I'm guilty of this. I'd be like, okay, he hasn't texted me back, but that's because I know that he's at practice right now. So XYZ. And then I'd be like, okay, I'll text him again. And then I'd be like, okay, like he didn't text me back again. Right away, he waited like two days, but that's because blah, blah, blah. And then I would make excuses for them. And that's when you should know if he wanted to, he would. Exactly. And and I think like- Stop having, convincing yourself. Having, like when we met and we were together and, and we were texting each other, I never once thought about- like, obviously, like, there were some times when I was like, I'd write a message out and I'd delete it. I'd be like, oh, no, no, I need to, you know, that kind of thing you get. But I, I, I never once in my head was like, oh, do I text it now? Do I not? It just, I can't describe it, but it just, it feels like totally natural when I guess you're comfortable with yourself and you're not afraid to give without yeah. getting something back because you just know that that will be a lesson. So so I think I also that's probably... think if you're confused, it ain't it, sis. Because exactly. when I met him, I, there was no confusion on the table. I mean, obviously we were long distance. So immediately we had to like have conversations that were a lot more aggressive than most people. But like it, it, men, God bless them. They're not that confusing. They're pretty straight fucking forward. So if you are, are very, confused, very straightforward. if you're confused, there's your answer. Like there's your answer. I know everyone's like, oh, we've listened to a thousand motherfucking podcasts. I've said that Shannon, but like, it's true. Don't hang around as well too long. Like if it's, don't try and force something like I'm, I'm guilty of this and I've been guilty of this with girls in the past is I've tried to convince myself the good in them. And then I've tried to like chase that and keep that alive and convince myself that they were, you know, what I was after. And ultimately that, that never ends up working. So, you know, find someone who genuinely wants you. Yeah. Someone said, how did your dating mindset help you find Shannon? Like what was your mindset when you were dating? And then that led you to finding me. I don't think you were trying to find anyone. Yeah, I wasn't. I've, I've historically, I've been like a relationship guy. Yeah. Um, I've, I've kind of jumped from like a relationship and then like being single for a bit and then going to another relationship. So I've never like serial dated, but I, I guess that question is tricky because I wasn't looking for anything. And that's, I guess when it, when it came and slapped me in the face, this pretty old ginger girl. Um, so, but I mean, I guess lessons for me from previous relationships is, um, you can't save people. Um, if you're there and, and and you're the savior, that's your role. That's never going to last because people need to help themselves before you can, they can commit to a relationship. You yeah. can't, you can't go into a relationship with, with someone no like super, I mean, you, you obviously do get broken people and that's, that's a challenge in itself and not everyone's perfect. But if you're spending your whole time basically like trying to like heal this person and help them, that's not, it's not going to last. Like it's draining. Yeah, and I also just think like you've we've talked about this before, but like ugh, not the fly, not the fly in, here. in the room, not the fly in our new house. This guy's been around for about two weeks. I know he's got some stamina. <laughs> um, I think like like you said, helping people that you love is important, but when when someone's not willing to in your relationship work like help themselves yeah. and do yeah. the work themselves, and you could be with someone who's broken or has some parts about them that they need to fix, and then it is their responsibility to try their fucking hardest to also help themselves. Yeah. This podcast episode is sponsored by Care Of. 
All right, if you are a girly pop who has been popping and girling since day one, then you know, if you've been following me, that I have been using Care of Vitamins for legit years. I actually think it's been about five years now. And I love these things for a multitude of reasons. The outside of it is literally personalized with your name on the packets, but also on the inside, it's completely personalized for what your body needs, okay? You just take this easy, tiny, tiny little five-minute quiz, ask you a lot about your body, lifestyle, day-to-day consumptions, and your health goals. Now, here's the thing. You got to be really honest on this part, okay? Like, it's going to ask you how many drinks are you having in a week? And we got to be honest, okay? Because when you are honest, your pack reflects what you want, all these supplements, okay? So in my pack, I have magnesium, which is helpful because you can be deficient in magnesium when you consume alcohol. I've got ashwagandha for concentration, B12 for energy, and probiotics for my gut health. Everyone needs good gut health, okay? And I can see a serious difference in my digestion when I'm consistently, consistency is key, taking my care of vitamins. Each shipment comes with customized pamphlets showing you exactly what's in your individual daily packs and why it was recommended specifically for you and your health goals, which was, by the way, personalized by doctor-backed recommendation, taking all the guesswork out of the supplements and what's best for you. Also, for all of us trying to care about sweet little Mother Earth more, take comfort in knowing that Care-of's daily vitamin packs are made of plant-based compositable films. You can stress less about your impact on the environment. Now, I'm always traveling, so these individual packs that are already made up with everything I need is so much more convenient than packing a bunch of different pill bottles or one of those long things you open. It's just like a whole thing. And you already know that I got it hooked up with the discount code. So for 50% off your first care of order, go to takecareof.com and enter code probably 50. That's a whopping 50% off your first order by heading to takecareof.com and entering code probably 50. Yeah, this was my biggest problem. If you see red flags, like big red flags, early doors, get out of there because Again, like I was, I convinced myself so much, like major red flags. Oh no, she'll change. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. And they just didn't ever go away. And they came back all at once, 10 times harder, punched me in the face. And I was like, shit, I need to get out of here. It's a Southern phrase. If it was a snake, it would have bit you. Exactly. But you know what? I've seen your exes. They're really gorgeous. So I could get how you would just like let the red flags go off. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's a thing, you know, like we've all let red flags go. We're like, oh my God, he's over yeah, fucking right, six looking. two. Yeah, yeah. You're like, oh my God, he's tall. Let's ignore the red flags. Okay. Um, all right. Let's go back to another health and fitness one. Can you explain what cortisol is? Yeah. It's the, it's a stress hormone. <clears throat> okay. So how do you like lessen your um, stress hormones? And then that can like feed nicely into someone that said, why are you always walking on grass and talking about it? Can you explain <laughs> like your, your obsession with walking on grass? You know, it's a phrase now. you know, people say this to like trolls, like someone will like go send, for a walk on some grass. Go no, walk on some grass. No, bless. Oh, oh, oh he's trying. Oh, um, someone will say something mean and they'll go, oh my God, fucking touch grass. Right. It's really funny. the same thing, right? No. <laughs> Go for a walk on some grass, why don't you? All right, Everyone's like, all right, all right. nice comeback. All right. Okay. okay anyways. Cortisol, your body produces it every single morning when you wake up because that's how your body wakes up. Um, your With cor- stress? Yeah, your cortisol levels rise naturally. Not like if that's the issue. These days, when we wake up to alarms going, dah, dah, like that is fucking throwing your cortisol through the roof. Oh my God, get like, one of those hatch alarms. They, they are so good. They, uh, they need a. We have meditative flute for ours with we, the light we lie you up. there and we're like doo-doo. I'm like Loki, I'm like we had a flute like Wake up so chilled. I'm like, I feel like I'm high. I'm like, ooh. So and then there's lots of artificial things that 
elevate cortisol levels. So for example, that's why when you wake up first thing in the morning, you want to try and avoid looking at emails and texts and stuff that stuff that Shannon does every morning. I but stuff that literally love it. Massively <laughs> increases cortisol levels like faster than they should. Like it's good to let let it naturally rise. That's why I try and also you want to get morning sunlight as soon as you can because that helps um uh, suppress the melatonin which is your sleep hormone and boost cortisol and and dopamine and what are your thoughts and this is a question things. from me to you here's why i do it i wake up in the morning and james he's so good he's so health conscious he wakes up he goes and gets either in the shower or walks outside and gets sunlight and i think to myself i am so sleepy i want to lay in this bed ooh, 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 it feels so good <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. who's on instagram no, this morning no i the only thing that wakes me up is getting on my phone like it, it immediately and i know probably in a bad way but like it immediately wakes me up i get up and i'm like oh my god emails instagram like now i'm like consciously awake boom i'm awake it, and now i no, get but out it's, of bed that is, it's so bad for your for your <laughs> system for your system like i know you i know you you joke about it and you're like no but that's the only way i wake up like it's 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 actually i should try the other way ha- not yeah I, I would say that it's quite harmful it's the same as lying on your phone with blue lights before bed it's just it's just it's just delaying melatonin so and you're you know not sleeping. what i've gotten so good about not doing that because i truly was not going to sleep until midnight and i was truly like lying awake being like i cannot sleep i cannot sleep and you guys the day the motherfucking day that i learned google how to put your phone into red light mode and if you're watching this watch i'm clicking my phone three times boom it's in red oh, light it's the it best. removes all the blue light from your phone yeah then you can you can still be on your phone again again. But, Look, but no, no one's no one's me, perfect, right? Me, no one's perfect, and it's. Fine. I scroll sometimes at night. I also sometimes check my phone in the morning. But like, what you're what you to your point, you're right. The day I stop doing that, like now before bed, I will not get on my phone before bed because I'm like I know that will not let me go to sleep. So I like take like the ten, and it's really not that long. It's like ten or fifteen minutes before bed. I truly do not get on my phone, or if I am on my phone, that motherfucker is in red light mode. And so I have noticed a significant difference. So in my head, I'm like I should. Get haven't them. you been like sleeping a lot better so much better exactly. so i should give the morning don't look at your phone right away a, a a you know chance because maybe i'd be like oh my god i can't believe i never just did try this. it it's just like you're just you just wake up a lot calmer and i know you yeah. and i know you like to be like on high alert and that's how you operate which is great but it's literally like the first half an hour of your morning just... do you know what someone just messaged me and told me which i thought was really interesting so i said in my last podcast my solo podcast i said i don't know why i keep things into the last minute, like procrastination. I don't know why I do it, but like when I was prepping for my live shows, the first one, the Nashville one, like I obviously like prepped a good bit in advance, but these like New York DC ones, even packing, I was like, I knew I should pack and I knew like a week before, but for some reason I truly waited until the day of, and then I was able to get it all done. And someone said a symptom of ADHD is that you really feel like such a, a, um, a reward, Mm -hmm. a sense of reward from completing tasks. And even though we would feel probably that same sense of reward from completing them ahead of time and not procrastinating, we put them off for so long. It's like a challenge. Yep. Because we get this high off Mm -hmm. ticking Mm -hmm. the box off. I mean, like I did it because you know, you have no other option but to do it. And then you're like, Do you have ADHD? I don't know that. I'm probably self-diagnosing. Like I said, I've never technically been. And honestly, I've never been like prescribed Adderall or anything. I've just like abused it my entire life. I, <laughs> I haven't taken it in a really long time. But like, because most people when I'm on it are like, oh my God, please shut the fuck up. So maybe I don't know what I have because when I take Adderall, people say I'm worse. So mm. I don't know. But I also just think Adderall is a really scary pill. But all I'm saying is like, I would procrastinate because I genuinely feel this like sick high off of like, completing a task mm, mm, mm. so anyways i should really do some introspective work i don't fucking know 
Yeah, interesting. Um, it's all interesting. But just just quickly to finish on the cortisol thing, like stress, stress is also demonized, but actually we need stress and our bodies have stress responses for very valid reasons. Back, you know, the fight or flight mode, right? Right. It's, it's, it's survival ultimately. But the, the problem is with society today is that there's so many things that cause unnatural stress and then the problem with stress is if you're highly stressed and then you're not sleeping well and all this stuff it affects things like your blood sugar levels and you might have low blood sugar levels if you have high cortisol and that's yeah. when you go and reach for like the fatty foods which is why people stress eat like some people like when i'm stressed i don't eat i don't have an appetite but other people when they're stressed because they're craving like sugary stuff will eat on that and it's all kind of scientific and it's all so personal. And I, I talk about this before. I mean, like you either like feel happiness and sadness and you eat or you don't eat or you eat mm. during both or you only eat one, during one. Like every, it is so personalized. Like it's so individual. Yep, yep. Same with it, like emotional eating and all that and, mm-hmm. and, and, and binge eating. It's, yeah, it's, it's a fucking minefield. It is. You guys, I am the saltiest little girl you will literally ever meet in your life, but for not the same reasons you're thinking right now. I am so excited that I get to work with this brand because I have been a lover of their products for a very long time now. You know me. I am the consumer. I'm also self-proclaimed not a great water drinker, okay? So Element is legit the queen of electrolyte replacement. It is spelled like L-M-N-T. I feel like you guys have all probably seen it everywhere right now, okay? Biggest thing that sets them apart from the other electrolyte drink mixes, there's absolutely no sugar, zero. Just salt to replace all the lost sodium. And there's no artificial ingredients, no coloring, no fillers, no gluten, honestly, just no BS. The reason that it's so important to have electrolytes in our system, by the way, is because they facilitate so many different functions in your body. Okay, you ready? I'm about to sound like a scientist. The conductive of nerve impulses, hormonal regulation, nutrient absorption, and fluid balance. Now, I am actually no scientist, and all those things are definitely way above my pay grade, but let me tell you, I know that they are definitely important. So I personally love chucking a little bit of element mix in my water before and after I drink alcohol because it has always just helped me have no headache the next day. Also, it helps with sleeplessness, so I love that. James is obsessed with Element after his workouts because when you sweat, you are losing a lot of electrolytes, and it's the loss of sodium, so we gotta replace all that so we don't get cramps, fatigued, all the other annoying things that come with working out, okay? We got pro athletes using it. We got Olympic athletes using it. Navy SEALs even drink it, so you know it's the good stuff. Right now, Element is offering my listeners a free sample pack with any purchase, so that's eight single-serving packets for free with any Element order, which this is a great way to try all the eight flavors or share Element with a salty friend get it at drinkelement.com slash probably the deal is only available through my link by the way you have to go to d-r-i-n-k-l-m-n-t.com slash probably also element offers no questions asked refunds so try it all totally risk-free if you don't like it share it with a salty friend and they will give you your money back no questions asked you've literally got nothing to lose so head to drinkelement.com slash probably Okay, someone was asking, is this, is it a myth that you can speed up your metabolism or is there a way you can speed up your metabolism or is it only genetic? Um, it's a myth. You can't speed up your metabolism. Uh, I, I saw the other day saying, jumpstart your metabolism with this juice diet. I was like, jumpstart? I'm like, what? I'm not a car. I can't like restart the car. Like we're, we're, we're you human. You sound so British right <laughs> now. <laughs> what? Jumpstart my car? We're human beings. What? So no, you can't, metabolism literally is when your body is digesting food. That is when your, that is metabolism. Some people genetically have faster metabolisms. Some people have slow metabolisms. Yes, genetics does play a role. But if you're like blaming your genetics for a slow metabolism, it's probably not going to be beneficial to how you do it. Obviously, if you're healthy and you're active and you're lifting weights, that helps 
your body digests food you know yeah better because it needs it but no it's, also it's drinking myth. drinking fucking water which i self-proclaimed hate drinking water you know this about me i'm mm. so bad about it it every time i drink stinky enough peas. water yeah stinky stinky peas every time i drink enough water which like i thought i was getting sick after my live shows in dc and new york so i like was chugging water i am like boy oh boy do i digest my food better like my <laughs> poops are fantastic like it is crazy what just like you said doing a couple extra healthy things can help you with your digestion aka metabolism breakfast breakfast doesn't boost your metabolism or kickstart your metabolism it's all nonsense if you see any of that it's nonsense nonsense okay what is and we can wrap this up soon but what is a habit that you want i'm actually nervous for him to answer this because i feel like every once in a while he'll be like babe i've decided and he'll say something fucking wild that he wants to do and i'm like no that sounds terrible not that he's asking me to do it with him but i'm like don't do that but i'm gonna ask anyways maybe it can be big maybe it can can be small what is a habit that you really want to break and how will you go about proactively trying to break that habit I would like also not starting new one, but like breaking a bad one. Yeah, what's a habit you'd really like to break? Like for me, I could say like I'd like to stop waking I, up and immediately going on my phone. It's so for me, the biggest thing is like I I tend to like nibble on my nails when I'm uh, stressed. <laughs> oh my god, this is actually so small. I thought he was gonna be like, <laughs> I want to cut out alcohol a hundred percent. I'd be like, no. no I mean, like, cause, no, because I I don't have a bad relationship with alcohol, but when I'm stressed. I nibble my nails and and you know what it is I was it's actually, actually really pure I like that about you I was actually reading about don't it don't stop like, doing it it's it's your body like um it, it, it's a, it's a cognitive like reaction with your brain when it when you feel a bit stressed to like chew because it's like a calming thing but actually it's not doing anything to calm you down it's just like a, a an, an ingrained response I mean my nails aren't bad I'm not like a, a chronic no. nail biter but I've never I've never ever ever bit my nails ever but here's the crazy thing I feel like people say they bite their nails but they're really biting the skin around their nails like the cuticles and all that kind of stuff is what people are like biting yeah. when they're stressed actually that felt kind of nice I just did that I feel like I'm chewing on a poly pocket shoe I really like you that turn into uh, Novi Ooh, I really oh my god yeah Taylor's chewing on fingers Taylor's uh youngest Novi is the only kid she's ever had who doesn't want a passy she'd rather like just chew on her fingers it's what funny. about you what's a bad habit you want to break I, I mean I'd love to give it a go to just like not immediately open gmail and open instagram whenever I wake up in the morning that'd be that'd be a solid good try um something else I could I would like to hey, break you've been you've been you've been keeping up with the mouth tape yeah, I've been keeping up with mouth tape. I'd like to. You were ill when I woke up this morning. You were. <sighs> yeah, but I've been like, okay, relax. I've been... I was like, <laughs> what was I like? <sighs> I was like, damn, I can smell her stomach. <laughs> oh my god! You know, I've gotten really good. It's it's baby steps for me. Baby steps, like I stopped with like with like negative comments. I like to interact with and speak with people so much on my Instagram and like like DMs and everything. And I have 99.9% of people are like literally the nicest people in the world. Mm. And I get the funniest DMs. Like, oh my God, my cat cries all the way on the, the way to the vet. But when I play your podcast, he literally stops crying. I turn off, take a call. He starts crying. Your voice that so- soothes my cat. Yes. Someone that messaged me that today. Nuts. And I'm like, I am better nuts. for knowing that. Like knowing that makes me a happier person. So if I didn't read my DMs, I wouldn't know that. You know what I mean? But then I read a DM that's like, oh my God, can't you tell your boyfriend doesn't even like you? And I'm like, oh my (laughs) God, uh, what the fuck, Jessica? And so 
I, I like, I wish there was a way I wish, I wish, you know what? I wish I could pay someone to like go through my yeah, DMs I know, so true. and yeah, delete so the mean true. ones. And I would only see the nice ones. I really wish there was a way because I got to a point the other day where I was like, I'm just going to turn my DMs off. And I'm like, no, 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 because they're so much nicer, but you know, it's baby steps and yeah. letting other people affect me. Like I've gotten so much better about like, I love getting in full glam for my podcast sometimes, but then sometimes I like do this and I'm like, I don't fucking care anymore. Do you know what's so and, and nice? Do you know nice. what's a really good thing? And, and it's like, I now, if anyone says anything negative, that's like mean directly about me or my life or whatever, I just go swipe across block. It's so liberating. I, I don't even like, I don't, I'm not like, oh, actually they can keep watching my content and get me views. I'm just, I've now got like 200 people, 300 people. I've got the numbers are going, I'm just so savage. Cause I'm like, I don't want you anywhere near my the energy. Sphere. Yeah. Anna yeah. Grace would say, if you were just listening to HE University, she would say, do not, it's like the welcome mat for negativity. Like I have this like weird need sometimes because also I think my responses are really funny sometimes. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to respond to them and put them sometimes, in their place. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, I don't know, sometimes, sometimes you just have to. Sometimes I always love them. I mean, it's like, I don't always have the time of day, but sometimes I have the time. But um, I think it's like, it's so liberating, which then again, some trolls are like, oh, she saw my message. She blocked me. And it's like, well, yeah, I blocked you. Like, I literally don't care. Make four more accounts. Accounts, spend your time outside of your job, outside of when you should be hanging out with your kids or spending time with your pets hey, or your family. Just no, I mean, you're right. It's like, it's like, instead of doing that, if they want to make a hundred more fake accounts to, to berate you, sure. You just, you but just like, keep just keep blocking them. It's, it's them. so fun. I actually take enormous pleasure. Yeah. Just block them. So I'm trying to get better about that. Like if I could break a habit, it would be to like letting people get to me. But like, I don't look at I website anymore. I, I just I saw look a, at a pretty, my DMs. I saw a pretty controversial guy on Twitter and he said he, he went through a period. He blocked like, he was blocking like 500 accounts a day. Like, oh my God. like his teamwork. Like and I thought I had haters. Yeah, exactly. So. But his, you, like you said, his team was like Taylor. No, because no, no, eventually, like if, if I had 500, I'd be right. I'd, can employ someone to go through it and I say listen just buckle in lad because yeah buckle in lad oh my god maybe I could hire someone just to just like weed out my really mean comments that would be nice because I love the nice they ones. would literally go home and be like mom the world is a cruel cruel place yeah oh my god I would like get a basket of like cookies sent to me and I'd be like what are these for and the girl that would like is blocking people for me would be like nothing <laughs> Don't worry about it. I can't tell you. You're like, oh okay. Um anyways, yeah so I'd love to like not focus on the negative as much as i focus it's the on same the with people in in real life though like if you have you no know, what would you do to someone who's like constantly like belittling you in your real life you just remove them from your life you're so right you, know? you would you wouldn't hang around around no. someone that was always mean um okay uh, i think i have one more relationship one and Ooh, yeah. that is why do you think okay someone specifically wrote why do you think shannon is the most stunning gorgeous talented and hilarious person oh, you've ever ha, met ha, 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 ha. i i didn't write no just kidding okay you guys we're at an hour we can end it um we have not eaten dinner because i was like we have to record this podcast oh i forgot about that oh you know what give one finance this is a finance podcast as you guys know so give <laughs> give one financial yeah. tip yeah we, we need some we need, we need to sit down and do some finances girl <laughs> i um, went to go look at shrubs today i'm like why do these cost one million dollars yeah so what was the question give me one financial tip um, put money aside before you spend it, not after you spend it. Okay, shut the fuck up. All right, thank you guys so much for listening to. <laughs> hey, probably you'll thank me later when you when it grows and doubles and triples, and you're making money whilst you're asleep. 
whilst you're asleep. Okay, That's I can't wait goal. to fall asleep tonight. I love you guys. Thank you for listening. I hope this was informational. I hope it was educational. And I hope that you guys enjoyed it a little bit because he's really smart. He's really talented. And he's so fucking hot. So we got to listen to him. And guys, if you ever have any questions, just DM me. If you want to check out my programs, DM me. Check out my website. It's a cool ass community. Following the Coach Women James doing Club. doing amazing things. Yeah, following the Coach James Club and being a part of it and genuinely like watching the community thrive the way they do. Like they message each other. They have a whole group chat where they all chat and talk. Yeah, it's and that awesome. It's really cool. It's really awesome. They're really there for each other. You're there for them. I watch you on the phone. Like I'm never like, obviously, I, I just, you know, if I'm walking up to hand them a sandwich or some crazy, dumb, domestic shit like that, I'll like hear you on the phone with your clients. And I'm like, oh my God, you genuinely are just so there for them. And they're so appreciative of you. And my team um, are great as well. I have an awesome team. It's not all just me. You know, no, a great team. you have an incredible team. And I just think truly following a program, if you're ever like, where the fuck do I start? You can start by yeah, following a program. Even if it's like four weeks, it could change, change a lot. Listen, always plug, join always. the coach James club. See you in there. See you in there. Love you guys.